Well, I think I'm going out of my head. Yes, I think I'm going out of my head. Hello, hello, it's Laura Pereca here again to talk to you. How about that? This episode, we're going to talk about how to get unstuck. Have you ever felt like that, like you're going out of your head? Yes, I think I'm going out of my head. Well, when you feel stuck, there are lots of things you can do. And so let's talk about a few. Some may work this time and not next time. You might want to just jot them down so you have a few ideas, you know, a few um, a few things in your arsenal to be able to handle when we get stuck. Because we always, all of us, can agree that at some point or another, maybe multiple times in our lives, we have been stuck. Even right now, as the pandemic is going on, um, we're not even midway through 2020 and we've still got all kinds of stuff going on with people stuck at home. A lot of uh, businesses have had to stop. And so many, many people right now probably feel pretty stuck. I know I did a couple weeks ago. It was about six or seven weeks into being stuck at home. My daughter just happened to break her arm a week before, so <laughs> we were pretty much at home for a whole week prior to being told we had to shelter in place. And in the beginning, it's great. And at some point, you start to feel a little stuck. You can't do many of the things you need to do, want to do, like to do, hope to do. It's hard to even think about planning for a summer vacation when you don't know if a store will even be open, uh, if a hotel or airfare will even be possible to obtain. So let alone just in general in life feeling stuck, right now is probably a time, I mean, unless you're listening to this far off in the future, when a lot of people are feeling very stuck. So what can you do? You know, anybody can have success when things are running good, but when things are not going so well, that's when you start to feel stuck. That's when growth is most important. As a matter of fact, Growth doesn't always or rarely does it feel good. Think about when you were young. Did you ever have growing pains? I remember as a child getting little tummy aches and the doctor said, nothing wrong with her. She's just growing. If your legs started to hurt, your mom would say, oh, it's growing pains. You just shot up two inches this year, you know? <laughs> so uh, as a child, we know what it feels like to be growing, and it's not always comfortable. As an adult, we tend to sometimes shy away from growth because it's a little uncomfortable. But guess what? You have to go through the pain. No pain, no gain. You have to go through the pain sometimes to get to the other side. Oftentimes you look at a challenge and you know that you have to go through a lot to get to where you want to go. And so you say to yourself, is it worth it or not? Think about a big swimming pool. Think about you sitting at one end and perhaps not liking to swim, but knowing you have to get over there. I was watching a documentary, oh, I don't know, last year um, with these tigers, and they were saying that, you know, cats usually don't like to swim, but that the tigers tend to have not too much trouble with the water. But watching the tigers <laughs> look at the water and then start to walk in slowly, they didn't look like they were enjoying it too much. I've seen polar bears and I've seen um, all sorts of other animals jump in the water and you can tell that they like it. They love it. But imagine you are that cat and you have to get to the other side and it depends on how much you need to get to the other side. 
think of all the ungulates that need to cross when there are, what are they called, um, alligators in the water. <laughs> and they know that somebody's going to get eaten, but they have to get across. They have to migrate. They must move to live. And they look at that and they're like, oh, who's going to go first? Oh. And then finally the herd just all goes and they rush the water. And most of them make it. And uh, so you might, they, you might say that you know they're all feeling pretty stuck when they're standing on one bank, looking across the water, filled with hungry mouths, knowing that they have to do that. So when you are feeling stuck, sometimes it's a big thing. Other times it's a small thing. You could say, you know, I'm trying to lose weight while I'm stuck at home. I've been exercising more, but darn it, I've been eating more too. And you look at that piece of food that you want to eat and you say, probably shouldn't. And you feel a little stuck because you want to. Maybe other people in the household are eating, chowing down. You know how young people can eat whatever they want. Or maybe your dilemma is the opposite. Maybe you have been at home and now it's time to venture back out in the world and you are afraid you have to work in a busy place with a lot of people. And what if you are exposing yourself to death? You know, what if you catch the virus and die? My neighbor came out today as I was in the front yard with my daughter helping her get into her car because she twisted her ankle. My gosh, darn it, these young people think they're um, Superman or something. She uh, twisted her ankle and so she was hobbling along to the car with the crutches on her way to work. And the neighbor came out and of course he's chatting about this and that. And I lost my train of thought. What were we bringing up the neighbor for? Hmm... We're talking about getting stuck. Oh, the, we're talking about COVID-19. He said that his sister just died. She was in the hospital for something else, caught it, and now she's gone. Now she was, obviously, immune system was compromised. That's why she was in the hospital for something else. But if COVID-19 weren't around, if the virus were not here, she would have gotten better from whatever she was ill from. And everything would have been fine. But because her immune system was compromised at the time and she caught it at the hospital, well, we're assuming that's where she caught it, she is now bye-bye. So it is um, a really tough time with a lot of people feeling stuck. So what can you do? Number one is, well, you don't have to do this, but let me just give you a lot of ideas and then you choose. Because that's the way it goes anyway, right? I always tell you, think, look. See what you see, not what someone else tells you to see. My job is to empower you to think because the mind is like a balloon. Once it's blown up, after you let the air out of a balloon, it never goes back to the original size. And similarly with your brain, once you've expanded your brain. When I was a classroom teacher, I taught my kids to think. I don't care if it was kindergarten or college level. I have taught people from age 5 to 75. Well, 76, he had his birthday. <laughs> and I always teach them to think because then whatever test they are given, they will do better because they are able to employ critical thinking skills. So same with you. I'll give you some ideas. You can use them or not use them, but always try to think, how does this apply to my life? And look at things with an open mind. Too often, too many people have a set idea on something and they will not even entertain something new. That does not serve you. You must be open-minded. Think of a horse with blinders on. Have you ever seen a horse and they have those blinders on, they're on either side of their eyes so they can only look straight ahead. 
That's to keep the horse from seeing some clover and deciding to go to the left and start nibbling on it, right? So you are not a horse that is drawing a carriage. You are a person who has the ability to think and solve problems. So do that. All right, number one, assess what brought you to the point and if you have learned from it, if it is something that has helped you to grow, right? Um, This friend of a friend said, unless you handle it with grace, it will stay in your face. That was a friend of Les Brown's. (laughs) I'll say it again. Unless you handle it with grace, it will stay in your face. And when she told him that, it helped him to realize he had to confront some things. Oftentimes we're stuck, but we don't want to look at what has gotten us there in the first place. This is where growth is. Ladies and gentlemen, this is where you discover the catalyst for your growth. And then the answers just come pouring in and your life has changed. Another thing you can do when you're stuck is forgive and grow. How many of us are stuck for the mere reason that we haven't forgiven someone? I know that was me. I was stuck in a place because I had not forgiven someone. Me, the person who is so easy to forgive, was stuck in that spot. And we all, especially if you think something is your strength, that's an area you need to look at. Because what we often do is overlook because we think it's our strength. Oh, I'm great at forgiving. It can't be that. You know what? Sometimes the things we think we're really good at, we sometimes do struggle with. So forgive. Clear your mind of that baggage that's weighing you down. It's not what happens to you. It's what you do. Too many of us think we're the victim. And here's the thing. Just say it over and over to yourself. I am a victor, never a victim. I am a victor, never a victim. Once you take control the weight starts to be lifted off and then it becomes easier. Have you ever tried to lift weights and they're just too heavy, but if someone stands there and spots you and just lifts a little tiny bit, then you can finish pushing them up. You can do the rest if someone just takes the edge off. So do that. Do something. It helps you. It helps you to move forward by starting to do something. Another thing you can do is help someone else. I was in high school studying for the SAT, complaining to my mom that I just you know, was miserable about something, which was very rare because I was a very happy child. And she said, Laura, the way to forget your problems is to go do something for someone else. And I did. I went and helped someone else do something, totally forgot about my problems. And before you know it, I was singing again. Forgive and grow, assess the situation, help somebody. Next is to meditate. Too many of us are really not into meditation, but guess what? In modern times, more and more people are. They are learning. I am learning. I used to pray, but I didn't really recognize meditating, and I think they go hand in hand. Prayer is you sending out positive thoughts, requests, happy Uh, suggestions, whatever. Prayer is something kind of coming out of you, but meditation is more of divine intelligence coming into you, getting that idea, receiving that influence of what to do next. So please, please take a look at meditating. Next is to discipline your emotions. How many times have you harnessed your will and declared, I am standing up for my dreams. No matter what it takes, I will do what it takes to live my dreams. When you can discipline your emotions, it is easier to stand up for your dreams. Another thing that this has worked for me a lot is to expect good things. You know, we have options and oftentimes we don't realize we have options. 
I have some friends that have created a, a Facebook group called Unstoppable, and we say that to each other, I am unstoppable. If you decide that you have a strong enough vision for something and you expect good things, hmm, what do you know? More good things come. And here's my proof of that. You're pregnant, and all of a sudden you see all these pregnant people. It's not that there are more pregnant people. It is that what you focus on expands. If you have had a boyfriend who treated you poorly, and then the next couple of boyfriends, you're looking for that, you're expecting bad things, then what happens? Then you end up getting treated poorly. Or the minute they do something because they're human, that isn't nice, you say, see, I knew that was going to happen. That's what people do. That's what boyfriends do. They treat you poorly. No, it isn't. You've created it, and you don't even know it. So expect good things. Know that you have options. Many times when I would speak to women's groups, I would hold up a rock and say, what's the difference between you and a rock? And I would hand the rock to one of the people in the front row and say, toss this rock. And then we would talk about, I would give examples, how the rock cannot move on its own. You can move. You have the ability. If you don't like it in the city you're living, move. Even across borders, People often say, oh, you know, I can't. I, they're going to kick me out. They don't want me. But the truth is, um, we have more options than we realize. And if you accept that, the universe will conspire with you to help you. If you decide, I know that most people say you can't do X, but you know what? I'm going to try to do X and Y and Z. See what happens when you do. Another thing you can do to get unstuck is accept full responsibility for yourself. You create yourself. Why not recreate yourself? Why not decide, you know what? In the past, I have been, here's an example. I have been wearing shorts in the summer. This happened to me last summer. I was inspired to start wearing a lot of sundresses. I've done that before in my life, but just for the past couple years, I had been in the habit of just wearing shorts in the summer. It's very hot where I live. I live in a desert, Las Vegas, Nevada in the USA. And I decided last summer to start wearing sundresses. And a sundress is a cute little dress, maybe sleeveless or short sleeves. So comfortable, so easy to slip on, and so elegant and sexy. My goodness, I slipped into those sundresses and I became a better version of myself. My behaviors even changed. I would do things to make people happy. <laughs> Let me just leave it at that and leave that to your imagination. <laughs> and if you ever have me come and speak to a group of women on owning your feminine power, or if you want to buy my soon-to-come-out book on uh, owning your feminine power, then you will know the secret I'm sharing, I'm, that I'm not sharing right now. Anyway, um, accept full responsibility for yourself, which even means recreating yourself. If your behaviors aren't working, develop yourself and create new behaviors. You, oftentimes people argue over, and this can be another episode, what comes first, the behaviors or the thinking, because too often people are trying really hard to change their behaviors and they can't. They're like, I can't lose weight. I'm trying to change my behaviors. And we say, well, you have to change your mindset first. However, you can Work on behaviors which helps change the mindset. Here's an example. Take a pencil and hold it in your teeth. It forces you to smile. That smile, that behavior, sends a message to your brain that you are happy. 
It is hard to be sad while you are smiling. <laughs> My sister would tell her daughter when she was a little girl and she got in trouble, she was like, smile, I'll give you the cookie if you smile. First, you have to smile. And little Mecca would put a big smile on her face. And before you know it, the tears were wiped away and she was happily laughing. So there's an example of how the behavior can precede the thought. Another thing you can do is separate what you did, if you're stuck because of something you did, and who you are. You are not what you did. As Wayne Dyer says, the, the wake does not drive the boat. If you are driving a boat and you look behind you and you see the water spread out in the shape of a V, that's the wake. The wake is not driving the boat. What you did in the past is not pushing the boat forward. So you need to accept that about yourself and say, you know what? What I did, that was then. This is now. I, I'm not what I did. I'm not, I wouldn't do that today. So you're picking on an innocent person. <laughs> if someone comes down on you about the past, I wouldn't know why they would want to keep te- uh, reminding you of something you did negative in the past, except for their own training, in which you can retrain them and say, you know what? I'm sorry. Are we living back then or are we living here now? Let's look to the future. Let's live in the now. So separate what you did from who you are. Yes, you might have to change things about yourself. Find your strengths and do it. Change things about yourself. Work on your strengths. Another thing you can do if you're stuck is get a mentor. Another thing you can do is get a support group. A mentor or a support group will help you to see past your limitations and to be able to take those baby steps towards a new future or maybe gigantic steps. Maybe you're going to suddenly just step out and do something completely different and crazy and scary. And that's okay. If you have a mentor or support group, it helps. Another thing you can do is reinterpret the past, rewrite the past, look back and say, oh, when I was a child and that happened, what I thought was this, but now that I'm looking at it with adult eyes, what I realize is this and this and this. And so that's what happened in the past. You rewrite the past and then it doesn't have a hold on you anymore. You forgive yourself and you forgive others. That, my friend, is powerful. I held you over a few minutes, but it was worth it, wasn't it? Get unstuck. I love you. Bye for now.